0: So anytime. Oh, I feel like it's been in ages. Um, I almost said, welcome to the Great British Bake Off. We should leave this (laughs) in. Um, Welcome to Tea and Sympathy, where two American ladies talk about drinking tea and watching British television shows. I'm your host, Melissa.
1: And I'm the other host, Sarah.
0: Yay, the male judge, Sarah. (laughs) I'm never going to stop doing that. Let's plug our social. I'm going to plug our social. I feel yep. like – so what I've realized is I think we're a little bit unusual in that we plug our social at the beginning, at the end, but I like it. Yep. Um, so we are on Twitter. It's the letter T and Sympathy Pod. We're on the internet at – internet at large at TandSympathyPod.com. <laughs> we have a Gmail address. You can send us love letters. It's T Pod at Gmail.com. We're on Facebook, which is obsfacebook.com forward slash T and sympathy pod. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, the Podbean app. Hello, mom.
1: <laughs> She's We're out there.
0: Everywhere. You cannot escape from us. The only people who seem to be able to escape from us are sponsors, <laughs> they have proved elusive. elusive. I just need a shower cap and maybe some creepy.
1: <laughs> I feel like shower cap has increased the frequency with which it, it appears in my Instagram feed. And I just am kind of like, you know what? Maybe not- they
0: are listening.
1: Probably just our computers are listening to us, and that's mm-hmm. why. No, I mean, that's fine. Another thing that I find sort of irritating actually about shower cap is how many, I, I lose track of how many H's are in the name shower cap. <laughs> It's three, by the way.
0: It's three? Okay. I have no idea. I wonder why that is. (laughs) Why three? Why three, not four or seven, I wonder. I mean, I understand
1: why it's not just one because that's just, you know, a
0: shower cap. A singular, a shower We're very Midwestern today. It's a shower cap, Marge. Marge. Do you want a pop? Oh, Dolores, yeah. Let's go. Okay. We're going to the Jewels. Oh, see, you're not. you're not even in Chicago. That's no, a, I know. That's a deep Chicago cut. We're going to the Jewels.
1: Jewel Asco.
0: Jewel Asco. Yeah. Okay.
1: You know it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. I miss the Midwest. Oh, jeez. Yeah, me too. Oh, jeez. Oh, I don't miss it. I'm in it. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh Are you drinking tea today? I, uh... I am. However, it's. Uh, I'm drinking a Starbucks chai oh. because I uh, ha- drove past a Starbucks on the way. I had to run some errands this morning and I have no food in the house because I was traveling for work all last week. And So yeah, I'm drinking a Starbucks chai. I-
1: don't think I've ever had, I've had chai at Starbucks and iced tea, but I've never had a hot tazo. Ta, ta, tazo?
0: Ta, tazo, yeah. Never it's, had one there. I make my own chai tea concentrate, <laughs> insert hair flip emoji. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> and I actually do have a machine that like makes them pretty well. Uh, and like, don't get me wrong, Starbucks, problematic former CEO aside, I mean, it's not the, it's not the best. Actually, I'm going to take that back. You know what? Of all of the places to get like a chai tea latte, Mm -hmm. Starbucks really does make, no, I'm going to, let me, I'm going to back that up. Argo tea, which is a chain, but it's primarily in the Midwest. They make the best like chai tea latte, like as a like a, starbucks kind of thing, but since they're not in Nashville, um, I've found that Starbucks makes the best wildly superficial chai latte. And even saying chai tea, latte is redundant because chai means tea, so chai latte. Now, when you get it at Starbucks, do you get a no water chai? No, and I think I realized when I, I need to start doing that, I forgot that trick. I forget it fairly often, mostly because I don't get them that frequently because I don't like the smell. I am not a coffee drinker. Hello. So I hate going into a Starbucks because you come out of a Starbucks smelling like a Starbucks for a year. Uh, yeah. And that just,
1: you don't smell like coffee in like the good way. It's mm-hmm. almost like spilled coffee that's been on it's Starbucks upholstery. Like- It's a highly Um, specific, um, gross It's
0: a, yeah, it's an, ex. there's, yeah, it's a, I had a, I had a roommate in college, uh, that worked for Starbucks and like her coming home after work was just, uh, well, I'm drinking
1: coffee. Um, so I, I'm the big loser today, but um, it just happened that way, and I'm a big loser. <laughs> it's actually. I don't think there's no winner or losers here. The um, in case there's any coffee drinkers out there, um, I order. It's a blend called Highlander Cream <laughs> from Scotland, <laughs> and it's uh, I order it from Presto George Coffee and Tea in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So,
0: oh my God, I love you. Does it, it come? Does it come with a, a Jamie McKenzie Fraser?
1: It just comes in a paper bag. (laughs) Does it um,
0: come with a Highlander Scotsman?
1: You know, I I want to say that Highlander is spelled, as you would expect it, I believe cream in this instance is spelled K-R-E-M-E. Oh, my. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a... I used to get it at a coffee shop near uh, where I worked um, for a long time. It was this little sort of local chain and they don't exist anymore. And I was like, I wonder if that's just like a private label. And sure enough, it is PrestoGeorge.com for all your Highlander cream needs.
0: So I didn't, Sarah, my co-host doesn't know this because I'm secretive. (laughs) Um, But I was on another podcast where I plugged, I did plug this podcast, but I feel like it's only Turnabout is Fair Play. To plug my episode, do it. Uh, so I was on my friend um, Claire Scalzi's pod called "It's Non Toxic Pod." She and I did not really talk about anything related to teen sympathy, uh, <laughs> but it, we talked about mindful spending. Um, I I thought I think it's a good episode, but again, I have a podcast, and so I clearly like listening to the sound of my own voice. Uh, but I did plug it, so I'm going to plug Claire's. Uh, yeah, where can we find uh, it? It's on Apple Podcasts. I believe it's on Google Play as well. It's um, non toxic pod. She's on. She is on Instagram at non toxic pod. Uh, yeah, give it a listen. Yeah. Talks about some internet. She's got she's got some good stuff. She has a massively professional, like, setup. She does it like in Garage Band. She has like two mics. I had like a headphones. It was like a thing. I was like, wow. It was very.
1: Sounds aspirational.
0: It was aspirational. I think so. <laughs> it, was. it was. It was good. Anyways.
1: Well, I will introduce at this time a programming note, which is yes, please. So we've had we've had a hiatus
0: and yeah. <laughs> an unplanned. Yeah, hiatus. it was unplanned. Sorry, everyone.
1: Things happen. I have a lot going hiatus. on. You have a lot going
0: on. Yeah.
1: Uh, but we, we left off last time saying that we were going to talk about British soap operas and mm-hmm. maybe talk about, um, super famous people like serious actors who have appeared on like Coronation Street. And yeah. Actors. And, um, I think just to offer, um, to wrap that up, to put a pin on that, um, I think we decided it was just too much. Um, for one thing, they're hard to find on, um, I mean, it's not like, yeah,
0: they are. If there's not on one place.
1: And they've been on the air, some of these shows, for like 40 years, 30 years. So there's not really a good way to cover all of that.
0: There's not a way to jump in right in the middle, I feel like. Right, right, right. And um, Um, I found out that Ben
1: Kingsley was on an episode of Coronation Street. Oh, I do love him. Do you had found a show. You had had a suggestion for a show called "The Last of the Summer Wine," which actually, yeah.
0: sounds,
1: which I am it's, curious about. I, like I am to too, but that. I
0: haven't been able to locate it anywhere. Have you? No, it, it just came sounds... from a recommendation actually from my British coworker, who is like convinced he's going to be a guest star on this show, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> 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 uh, but. It does sound funny. I just, I don't know where to find it.
1: Um, perhaps we'll put a pin in that as well for another.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, because it sounds very,
1: very, very British to me. I don't it know. It is
0: extremely British. I mean, just like the, I feel like the title alone is the most British sounding sitcom ever. <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, Bake Off. Surprise. Yeah. But to, f- like, again. With a focus. Just, like copying your notes is like why why would like it's only a matter of time before this comes becomes a great british bake off podcast let's get real i will say if you're sick of bake off
1: stick around we're going to discuss a few other little things later we are yes we are
0: we are we <laughs> in are. the mis-
1: miscellaneous corner Well, oh. we watched we watched an australian reality show that we can talk
0: oh my about. god yes i did see that you had no put that down to talk about, and I cannot wait, which and technically have- Australia counts because it's, isn't it a British Commonwealth?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's volunteer status. I don't think they have to be, but yes, they are. They
0: get British passports.
1: And, um, you know, the royal family goes there all the time.
0: They do, so it's tangentially British, it counts, it counts, <laughs> I'm saying it counts.
1: I'm saying it counts. And I also have a recommendation for another uh
0: mm. moving
1: Netflix watch. Um a British kind of
0: fact. I love that.
1: But today our focus, our bake-off focus is going to be the collapsed cakes and dropped delights oh. that
0: have
1: cropped up in every season of how Bake did
0: Off. we start talking? I think so I feel like we started talking about this because I had been we've both been re-watching the most recent season, which is 2018. Um and I went all the way back. I know you did. But I think this got started with us texting about um, Ruby's vegan collapsed cake where it was just <laughs> like heartbreaking watching it like a, watching a train wreck in slow motion. Ruby was often um like quite ambitious, and we're talking about season nine Ruby
1: um, yes,
0: oh yes, thank you for clarifying Season nine she, she was, was like often
1: you. quite ambitious, and it I felt like in spite of her project management um, occupation <laughs> uh they didn't often get finished those aren't i wouldn't qualify those as disasters. The collapsed vegan cake, yes, definitely
0: yeah, oh correct, yeah, she didn't really have consistent i consistent disasters just that like watching like <laughs> there was something about the like everyone watching it from outside just and they were just like oh 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, well i think the most famous and controversial
1: um big off disaster is Bingate. Gate.
0: Bingate
1: 14 Gate. And Bingate for the uninitiated is when Which, um like, what are you doing? <laughs> is when they were making a multi-layered no, a baked Alaska. They
0: were making and a baked Alaska. Yeah.
1: That required making ice cream. The tent, of course, we've discussed this before, too hot. Which is um, ridiculous, but whatever. And the time limit, you know, ice cream won't set. So Ian, lovely Ian, um, his ice cream got taken out of the freezer by Diana. And it didn't set, and he tossed it in the bin, even though Mel protested and told him to.
0: He tossed the whole thing.
1: Yeah, he could have just presented his cake. He
0: could have just presented the cake, but he tossed the whole thing.
1: Yeah, unless you think that um, the softy judges would be like, well, no one's going home this week because they were like, nope, you're out of here.
0: Did he go home on bin gate week? Yeah, he did.
1: And then the following week, Diana
0: mysteriously
1: did not continue. She. Was- I'm
0: always like a little bit fascinated by that. It happened with Terry in this past season with 2019 or 2018. And then also Prue was out. And I love that they're like, they're they're, they're poorly. <laughs> Which I didn't realize that people in the UK still said poorly. But like, I always feel like, how do you you just call in sick? The I guess. And you're like, I'm sick. I can't. What? I just go. I well, know. I looked,
1: I looked into it and Diana said that she fell and hit her head and lost, I hope temporarily, her senses of taste and smell, Oh my god. which would, you know, be horrifying anyway, but.
0: I'm not you know. laughing at that. I'm just laughing at like, of course, Diane, of course, Diana tripped and fell.
1: Right, so it had been speculated that she didn't come back because the public outcry about Vinnie oh no was too much for her. But but, uh, the,
0: but it's not like a live show, right? The public outcry, like it's not the finale. So, well, like-
1: maybe. So maybe I misspoke. Not the public outcry, but the stress of <laughs> feeling responsible.
0: Well, wow. she was responsible. See? Well. I get real bent. Okay. I'm putting a stake in the ground. <laughs> I get extremely bent out of shape at things. This isn't the first. So like, this isn't the first time this kind of happens with like mix ups or people like not knowing, like everyone's like, everyone's, I was going to say shit, but stuff. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Or maybe we just get our first E. Um, <laughs> Um, I refuse, like, there's, the, the fridges are labeled, like, I don't know. I don't, I have a big problem with the, like, I didn't realize it was yours, And I'm like, that's not, no.
1: Well, so I thought that they had their own fridges and freezers. Is that not
0: true? I thought they did too. And they have the ones right under their, like, so they have multiple fridges and freezers. Mm-hmm. There's a little fridge next to them as well.
1: So the, they the must
0: re- have like a flash freezer next to them.
1: The research that I did said that Diana took it out. She did take it out, but that it was only out less than a minute. Mm. But, I mean, you could, I mean, it's still her fault, I guess, because it was I so hot. I thought she
0: left it on the counter. Um, yeah.
1: I thought that it was edited. I might be,
0: look, I might be, I might, I'm, I'm potentially demonizing Diana more than is necessary. <laughs>
1: Well, what? did you know that Bingate reared its head just last year?
0: No. What do you uh... Okay. settle in? Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me, hold on. Okay, I'm I'm ready.
1: So John, who won in twenty twelve, I believe. John the law student. He Yes tweeted something this all of course happened on idiot planet which is twitter but um uh,
0: i like to call it uh, or as lady gaga just called it um toilet it's a toilet <laughs> so he for toilet some reason the internet.
1: <laughs> john for some reason tweeted about ben gate and seemed to be like mocking ian and i can't i don't remember the content of the the tweet but then ian responded by calling john a twat
0: ha <laughs> which okay we should clarify i feel like is not it is not as big of an insult there as it is here right it, um it, it's it's only mildly insulting so and then okay, a, a whole a whole lot of
1: other past contestants kind of piled on john like <laughs> louie said something
0: <laughs> richard <laughs> louie
1: Richard the Builder said something. Oh
0: my God!
1: Um,
0: oh, we're gonna have to find listeners. We will find this whole exchange on Twitter. We will put it on. Uh, oh yeah, there's an article, we'll like a Daily it. Mail, I'm sure article oh God, that I, I, that put it that directly into my veins. <laughs> so yeah. that is still. He says he's forgiven, Diana. Ian says he's forgiven
1: Diana for I'm sure
0: it. he has cuz he's delightful.
1: And uh yeah, so John, I don't know why John poked the bear there, but Yeah, don't Jeez. Um so one of the other disasters that I think of um, is uh Dur- collapsing moose cake.
0: I I hadn't really thought about it until (laughs) you mentioned it and I was like oh I don't really remember that and then I went and watched it and I was like oh it's it's the saddest thing oh it's not ever seen
1: (laughs) and when we were watching it the first time around I was watching it with my husband and he fell out laughing (laughs) and I understand why but like Dorit's face is so like she
0: just crumbles. Yeah, it it's yeah, it's not great. She takes I mean, I she takes it very seriously.
1: Well, she takes that acetate like the surrounding. She's put acetate it's around so her cake, to hold it together, and, <laughs> yeah, that's that's if it made a sound, that would have been the sound <laughs> it made. It just is out and she tries to like scrape it back up. It's bad. It's bad. I didn't feel as sad when Rob (laughs) dropped his chocolate cake. Mm, Excuse me. He was, (laughs) it was a showstopper and it was supposed to be a multi-tiered cake. And I think it was the second tier just went plummeting. I
0: don't remember this one. Hold on. I'm going to search. So. Which one was this one? Rob's dropped cake. Yeah. In 2011, Rob Billington is his last name. If you Google. <laughs> oh, here I'm just gonna go to our uh, the Holy Grail Wikipedia. 2011, it's series three. You say? I believe so.
1: Yes, and he survived. I believe he survived that week. He got fairly far in the competition, in spite of being like kind of a mess the whole time.
0: Robert Billington.
1: Do you remember him?
0: No, God, I don't remember him at all. You don't all. remember his floppy hair? And- oh, well, hold on. During the showstopper, Rob accidentally dropped his cake. The, can you look at the Wikipedia entry for it, though? Because it's just like as an aside, and it is also uh, weirdly capitalized in, in places. So that's very clearly like a crowdsourced. Hold on. Blackberry and vanilla cupcakes with Genoise layered mousse cake with chocolate Rob accidentally. Also, accidentally is misspelled in (laughs) Wikipedia. Of course Uh, it is. Oh, from dropped cakes to bloodbath. Hold on. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Oh, someone cut. I remember someone like cuts a thing.
1: Yeah, and their whole like safety glove filled up with Uh, (laughs) bad (laughs) is bad.
0: Rob Billington. Why do I not remember this?
1: Well, maybe it'll um ring a bell if I tell you that there used to be a Facebook group called Rob Billington can squeeze my icing bag anytime.
0: No. Oh yeah, I remember him. He came back for the Christmas one this past year. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. I don't mm. I mean he's fine. He's fine. He's not really like my go to hottest, Brit- hottest, greatest, hottest, great British bake-off men of all time.
1: He touched off a firestorm of thirst, that's all I will say.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. He's not. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Who else is it's, on that list? Uh, I'll tell you. Unsurprisingly, this is from a website called MetaGay. Uh. So it's James Morton, who's series three. Oh, uh, okay. he's a junior doctor in the NHS who has a fantastic blog where he shares some of his some of his favorite baking recipes. Rob Billington, series two, my fave, my bae, Ian Waters of yeah. Bingate, John Waite, who is also on series uh three, who uh also poses rather scantily. Um, <laughs> Tamal Ray, yeah. Obbs, Ed Kimber, who is who is series one. Who like I don't even remember you. I um, Obbs Selassie. Uh, yeah. I Selassie, I love you. I'm not gonna try and pronounce your last name because it's G B O R M I T T A H. An honorable mention, Paul Hollywood. I mean. Yeah. I get it. I like a stern man. (laughs) That comes from another, that's, that's courtesy of another podcast, but like, okay, sure. I I lose all respect for
1: Paul when he like has extreme reactions to, I mean, I'm sure it's shocking to bite into a dessert and to taste salt, which is another disaster that's happened a couple of times. He's like
0: spit out something once and I'm like. Can you not? You're an adult. Like it's, it's so just theatrical. Swallow. Just swallow, Paul Hollywood. You can do it. It's theatrical. So yeah, two people
1: have um, used salt instead of sugar.
0: Yes, I remember one of them. One was Toby. I Toby. Oh, was, and John. Yep. Oh wait, Rob. No wait, we're talking about Rob, and then John who went to win. Hold on. Which season was John on? 2012, it was the third series. Sorry, everyone. I didn't do enough. (laughs) I didn't do enough. Uh, 2012, you say? Yeah, series three. Great British Bake Off. John Waite. Oh, he won. He is the one who uh, now he poses slightly scantily.
1: Yeah, and he's also the one that made fun of Bingate.
0: Oh my God, wait, I thought you said Rob did.
1: No, it's John.
0: Okay, this just, is a whole other level. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I,
1: I would much know. rather be a participant in a society where the gossip and scandal involves Bake Off contestants rather than Kardashians. Yeah,
0: Kardashian. I would do. Gosh. Other than what? Kardashians. Oh, Kardashians. Please, I can't. I'm, I, thank the Lord, do not follow any of them on Instagram, but like still or any social media which i don 't either fail not seeps into our narrative as a society, and I'm just like, why Ooh. take it offline, take it offline, <laughs> take it offline whatever kardashian's boyfriend slept with somebody else's whatever just take it offline to quote to quote to quote tech jobs. Let's take this offline. Oh, God. (laughs) That just means talk in person. Just means talk in person. Actually, it just means I don't want to talk about this right now. Yeah, it means there's somebody sitting on this call that I don't want to discuss this in front of. (laughs) And we've already been talking about this for an hour. One disaster that I did laugh at
1: was (laughs) when Louise tried to make those stained glass. They were heart-shaped like sugar cookies with a heart-shaped cutout in the middle, and she used boiled sweets to make a stained glass. effect. And and this has happened to me with sugar cookies, and it is terribly sad, but you think you're going to get this, like, lovely, precise shape, and then they just (laughs) melt.
0: Poor Louise. I mean, I would beg to say that Louise also had that, like, her – that caused her to go home, right? Isn't Louise who went home over the church?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, she, it was her wedding and they were like. Her
0: wedding and like, she just had to hold it together. She's like frantically trying to like, you know, like just like use her hands covered in icing. Like, let me just see if this will stay.
1: Well, I remember when she was describing what she was doing and it was like. This represents all my hopes for the future, and I hope yeah, that I sure was like, "Oh no!" in a
0: Competition under time. Oh no! <laughs> don't don't don't. No, that's bad. I feel like. Do you think like? So I have found that I um uh the like anything that's made out of shoe is like rife for disaster. So like a croquembouche or a res regi- rel-
1: religious
0: religious religious I studied French in school can you tell I um uh so but like anything that you have to like cook and then like stick together with caramel is like just gonna be
1: well I mean what can go what can't go wrong first of all the shoe pastry is very temperamental I'm given to understand and then you have to like poke a hole in it and let it dry and then you have to make the filling and the filling could be runny and then the caramel which
0: is a liquid
1: it seems to never go just right on that show do you i think joe um in the first series i think uh uh, or maybe the second series yeah second series she made caramel eight times for one of her she had to make it eight times
0: oh god no i don't remember that but she's Caramel is, is is a level of stress for me that I can't, I don't, I refuse to cook it. So it's, it's over. I find it very overwhelming. I also uh, don't have a candy thermometer, which oh, I feel like sometimes, but see, they make it so easily on Great British Bake Off and you're like, oh yes, naturally I could just make caramel if I pay attention, except I don't know what I'm doing.
1: I mean, in theory, it's easy, but. Yeah, I mean, because it's like don't stir it, don't touch it, don't look at it too much, don't you know, blah blah blah. It's very, te- it's temperamental, just like <laughs> shoe pastry.
0: Don't look at it too much. And the,
1: so don't uh,
0: dance at it.
1: <laughs> when I was looking um, when I was rewatching, uh, because I had not ever seen one of the. I think I had seen the first two series, but not the third ever. Anyway, whichever one had. The fourth series, it must have been because it was in 2013, and I had never seen the Deborah Howard custard mistake. The Deborah had picked up Howard's custard
0: and just uh, used it. I feel like that one I have seen. I I absolutely remember Howard. So Howard was like a,
1: the first. He looked like a first draft of Alan Rickman. Like yes. he kind
0: of had that. I remember
1: Howard. Yeah. And then Deborah was this little tiny woman.
0: Yeah, I remember. This one I remember. This was, no, because I'm looking at series three. So it must have been series two.
1: She picked up Howard's custard and used it in her whatever she was making. And, and Howard was like, hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you doing?
1: He it's had series to use her. Yeah. And I get – they straightened it out pretty nicely. Like, he had to use yes. hers, and then they just judged them separately from the rest
0: of yes, them. Yes, I remember that. He does look like a first draft of Alan Rickman. Um, I don't understand these. Like, I just I, – how do you not know what you've made? Well, I guess because of the
1: time limitation, and you're flying around, and there's probably, you know, the production people being like, so – How bad do you feel about yourself right now? And like all that (laughs) good stuff. So So,
0: tell me all (laughs) of your worst fears.
1: What's it going to be like if you are humiliated today because you (laughs) couldn't make custard? Yeah.
0: (laughs) I I was surprised
1: to I was surprised to find out how many things that Sue in particular had like inadvertently screwed up for people. Yeah. Nice work.
0: She leaned. On
1: somebody's <laughs> English muffins, she leaned on them.
0: She put her elbows right on them and of them she did. into she a blood. She does break things often. Mel has too. They they occasionally tend to like accidentally put their their thing their their things in places.
1: Yeah, they do. Yeah, hands. I think they've accidentally. Oh, well, Mel sprayed. Um, from a spritzer bottle, she sprayed oil in her mouth, thinking it was alcohol.
0: <laughs> There's, you know, everyone's a little bumbly. Well, I
1: mean, you know, it's a baking show, and nice. God knows how much of a sugar high everybody's on from <laughs> eating t- pieces of 12 different
0: <laughs> Ugh, whatever God. donut. It. Yeah.
1: I mean, I did think about that. Like in the first several episodes, if you're Paul Hollywood or Prue or Mary Barry or whatever,
0: can. so and you have to eat twelve of whatever or ten of whatever. I can tell you. So I have real life experience in this. I can tell you. Oh, Are you ready? I am. So once I. Uh, This was going to be a great story in my life, and it ended up as a terrible story in my life. So I and my best friend, uh, who is online, but whatever, that's not important. She doesn't listen to this show. Hmm. (laughs) Um, So she and I once signed up to be um, judges at a um, national – there is like a national – Pie Bakers Association. <laughs> wow. I know. And we signed up to be judges at their like annual, like, you know, like, like. Pie off? Pie off. I don't remember the official terminology, but it's like they're like, you know, it's their Westminster for pies. <laughs> <laughs> and it was over a weekend in Florida and we Pie-master. inadvertently. Pie Minster. And we signed up to be pie judges. And what we didn't quite realize is that it really is like a national association. So it's more like a professional organization. So the first day of judging was all like um, bakery, but like like large scale bakery operation pies, so like your publix, your Kroger, your mm-hmm. grocery store pie, right I so see. imagine if you 're me and you like have to select and you send in advance your like three favorite pies and then they assign you to a thing, so I was uh judging pumpkin pie, so let me tell you what it feels like to judge twenty seven. <gasps> Grocery store pies. Oh, no. Where it's like not necessarily like everyone knows that the grocery store pie is like a mass manufactured, like the pie crust is like not super flake. Like it's, it's so you don't eat a whole piece, but like you eat small pieces. Sure. And there's like 27. And inexplicably, the only thing that they have on the table as like a palate cleanser, which in hindsight, what? Their palate cleanser was oyster crackers.
1: Mm, and yeah. and
0: just water so mm-hmm. like in between pie you're eating oyster crackers and water
1: no oh, I think it should be coffee or something
0: it was it was terrible she she and I didn't even show up for the second day like I because I felt so miserable like she and she had done I think tropical fruit Mm-hmm. And she and I mercifully got to sit next to each other and like midway through the afternoon, if you had been there, you would have just seen us like with the saddest looks on our faces, just leaning back in our chair, holding hands, <laughs> just being like, we'll get through this. It's because your pancreases were exploding. <laughs> oh this is the worst thing we've ever done. And we're pretty generally good at like making good decisions or at least making bad decisions into like good decisions. No categorically the worst decision I've ever made in my whole life it was a nightmare
1: yeah I guess that's along the lines of because I used to work at a candy store and people would be oh, like that's god. so awesome and it's no. like oh yeah at first because the policy is like yeah sure eat whatever you want because they know that you're going to get sick of it all
0: oh god it was I didn't eat I'm not kidding you I did not eat pumpkin pie for two years yeah I can't I don't I don't blame you I, mean, I have a tattoo that was, that we, we ended up getting tattoos the next day and that was the better decision of the weekend. <laughs> it always is. So like, yeah, eating that much, it's not fun. It, that, I'm, I'm convinced that that has to be a, a span of a much longer day because it's, there's no way they can eat that much in one day.
1: Well, you could also not make, I mean, Kim couldn't possibly make, by the fifth pie, I would be like, whatever, this one's the best. I don't know.
0: Oh, I was talking about Great British Bake Off, but yes, I was by like the fifth one being like, this is all pumpkin pie. I don't know what you want from me. (laughs) I don't know what you want from me, people. Well, I would like to um,
1: move on to our miscellaneous corner. I would love that. Um, But if you are so inclined, if you're out there, if you're out there. And you have a favorite bake-off disaster or controversy, please tweet about it or tag us or email us because I could never tire of hearing about it. I so,
0: will never tire of it.
1: Uh, so, we watched an Australian reality show, um, which my friend Allison recommended to me, um, called Back with the X.
0: <laughs> and-, <laughs> and which you then recommended to me and I promptly. Yeah. And then Uh, I was getting
1: these text messages from Melissa that were like, why did you
0: make me watch (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, terrible. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm going to recommend that people watch it, but it's bad. Um, Back with the
1: Exes show, um, which is organized on the premise of people have relationships that end for reasons that are good or stupid or whatever, and that maybe they (laughs) regret having lost that chance maybe that person was the person so they invite four people to meet back up with their exes yeah. and they've broken up for a variety of reasons over a variety of timelines and and then they kind of put them through these i don't know challenges isn't really the word but like first it's th-
0: not i will say it's not nearly as contrived as like the bachelor it could have gone like really eye-rolly, but like, it, you know, like, so they spend a couple of days in a hotel where it's like, ooh, honeymoon phase. Right, and but they're they,
1: in separate rooms. They don't right, have to stay together. Right.
0: And then they like each go to each other's like house for a week, which like I didn't really understand the like, this is my rules, house yeah, rules no, that thing was or weird. whatever. I, it was weird. And then they like go away for a week, which I'm like, okay, like, you know, it's sort of like trying to like, in an albeit very compressed timeline, like, kind of mimic the... Yeah, they, like, ebbs and flows of, of a relationship. relationship. I yep. guess.
1: Yeah, and they, they go... They do put them, like, all the women go out... Um, and I will say these are all straight, hetero couples. And, yeah. Um, they, they have all the women go out together, and they have all the men go out together, and then...
0: Which, actually, I thought was the dumbest part of the whole...
1: Well, it's so uncomfortable because they're all like, hello, people with whom I have nothing.
0: <laughs> hello, strangers of which I am supposed to have an instant connection with you, even though I've never met you before in my life.
1: Well, and I
0: think there's some
1: relationships, like there's a very young couple that were like high school sweethearts and like there was an episode of cheating and that's what broke them up. And like, that's a very typical, I mean, they were like in their, like barely in their 20s. 20s barely.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there was another couple that seemed to like have a lot of fun together, but they just,
0: well, he was a monster. He was the worst person. Um, and they just didn't, they were too, I know you thought someone else was the worst person, but like, nope, (laughs) I
1: don't think he was. Um, there was a couple that were like in their thirties and they had been on and off for six years and I think they had an incredibly dysfunctional.
0: Yes, that they did.
1: And then, and then there was Peter and Diane, who oh, God. dated long distance for two years, 30 years ago. And now are both divorced and looking. And she lives in North Carolina and he lives in Australia. So you can see why you'd want to try that again.
0: <laughs> also, can I just say, and I'm just going to say it, and this is an unpopular view, but like... <sighs> She looked close enough. Okay. She looked, Hmm. Diane and Peter both looked close. I'm no spring chicken, but like they both looked close enough to my parents that I was like, please stop talking about sex. I cannot <laughs> handle this like post coital footage of like you waking up and like her in like a nighty. Oh, well,
1: I mean, I, I have a lot to say about like
0: almost all of these people, but Diane, I mean, can we, we'll get, let's edit it. We can edit it down. Let's get into it. Cause I feel like this is, I feel like this is, it was all building to this. Also, I wonder how many couples they went through that were like, hell no. Uh,
1: no, I don't want to see that person again. Uh, no,
0: why are you asking me this? So, like, can you imagine how many people they must have had to go through before they got four idiots who were like, yeah, this is a great idea. Yeah, I don't know. And please, don't get it twisted. They are all idiots. All eight of them. They are all in varying degrees of moron.
1: The only one who came out, like, kind of okay out of it, I think, was Cam, yeah. Cam. Only one. Um, but Diane, I have a little bit of like because first that's that story sounded. So first they start with Peter.
0: Impossible. Yeah, so they start <laughs> with Peter, and Peter's like, Peter's like, we well, met, we met twenty eight years ago, years ago. Great.
1: I had all the oh. eye rolls because he was like, oh. Twenty-eight years ago, I was twenty-seven, and I dated a girl who was barely out of her teens. And it was all about the physical side of things. And she lived in Florida, and I lived in Australia. And weirdly enough, it didn't work out. And I've thought about her, even though I've been married and had even two though kids. I've
0: been married and had two kids. I've thought of her every day since. I cannot imagine why your marriage didn't yeah. work out,
1: Peter. Weird how things turned out with the divorce.
0: (laughs) I just stole your thunder with that one. (laughs) But like, I can't imagine why your personal life is in shambles, you weirdo. Well, and then they go to Diane and Diane's like,
1: I'm divorced. I have kids. I'm successful. Um, I remember Peter fondly. And I thought, sure, why not? I'll give it a try. But also then she's like, he
0: messaged me. He Facebook friended me like six years ago. And I was like, okay, then what have you been doing for six years?
1: Well, it took the intervention of oh some producers and free airfare, I guess. But uh, I, thought, I thought Diane was like, like I was on team Diane. And then she really I... flipped the script on me and turned into like,
0: <laughs> whoa. She got really uh, mad at him about cleaning her kitchen island. Oh, God. That was the single best thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Why? Because he was so confused about like what is life right now? Because <laughs> he's literally like, that's not how you clean a kitchen countertop anywhere. Who taught you how to? <laughs> yeah, but remember, she said she was like, I was so proud of the way I clean it, and I was so excited to show him. And I'm like, what? You're just wiping who says it. That? Like, why who, is that? Who like says that in the context of a relationship? Like. I'm so hurt that you didn't do it right because I was really excited to show you how I clean my countertops. <laughs> what? Well, anyway.
1: Uh, I don't know how spoilery I should get because I really get this spoilery. Is, the show no. is on Netflix and Just, I really well, recommend.
0: Okay. Here, let's I'll I'll put in a spoil. Okay. If you want to watch this, which you should, it's only like what, six episodes, seven, yeah. maybe six eight. I don't know. Seven. It's short. If you want to listen to it, like, stop right now. uh, And then, I don't know, come back and... Fast forward, I don't know. Fast forward, I don't know. Like, go watch it, though, but let's get into it. Let's let's spoiler it, because what the... What the... WTFs. Well, the the conclusion that should have been reached by all of these couples at the
1: end of the series was... Nope, it was great. We're good. It was great getting some closure, <laughs> but I am done with you now.
0: Yeah. I like, want- <laughs> please tell me what Jeremy and Meg are doing. Also, oh, nitpicky. Why does he always call her Meg to her face?
1: Oh, I, like in like in a weird
0: way. Like in a weird way, where he's like, "Hi, Meg." Hi. He always refers to her like how many people like if you were to walk up to your husband right now would you walk up and be like hello Ivan (laughs) he used her name in in like do you know how like it was more like we got who you're talking about Jeremy (laughs) got it you're talking about Meg like you don't have to keep saying her name we know what her name is it's Meg so (laughs) dumb. Me- Meg and Jeremy were in their like what oh, mid God. to late 20s? Mid- Me- Meg and Jeremy were old enough to know better. Well, yeah, but they were. They what had, they are you change. people doing with your life? You hate each other. Personally, I like Jeremy, you gaslighting MF or. That, oh, I have real strong feelings about Jeremy.
1: Well, because his big complaint about her was never be in a bad mood. He just never wanted her to be anything never other be than... Never be in a bad
0: or... mood with me. Um, You're a dick. So... <laughs> oh, so, well, I think we can kiss that safe rating. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you're a... Like, you are a huge jerk store, Jeremy. Um, like, just like, never be in a bad mood. And, like, the whole, like, why are you walking? I can't stop with, like, I cannot stop myself from doing a hideous Australian accent. I'm going to try. But, like, he just, the whole, like, why are you walking away from me? Because you're berating me in public. Yeah, come back
1: here so I can yell at you more. Why?
0: Why are you walking away? Because your friends are crapping all over me. That's why. Like, why do I need to sit here and take it? No.
1: Well, that was just the whole thing, like, oh, she's moody. Like, no, she's a human being, and sometimes not you're not moody. nice.
0: You're a jerk.
1: So I have I nothing
0: know. nice to say about any of these people. <laughs> None of them. <that. laughs> Except for maybe Cam's mom. Cam and Cam's mom.
1: Oh, yeah, they are great people. I hope uh, that they're doing well <laughs> out there. Cam,
0: forever. we love you. Come on the show. Uh, yeah, the people – and even though I know you told me like Eric was terrible and he was, I think he made her eat raw chicken with no plate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? it was more honestly, but like, I feel like Jeremy was like mentally more harmful. Whereas Eric was just like real, real stupid. Um, and like the fact, like I'm, I was extremely confused by like, I am a grown man who doesn't have plates. I I will admit, I was like, huh? There was a lot of pathology there. It's just like nothing that
1: could be worked through in the course of a six-episode reality show. That's for sure.
0: I loved the whole like, why is it weird that I told her to get breast implants? And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah,
1: I told her she could use it for school tuition or breast implants. I'm
0: a good guy. (laughs) Or, I mean, even Jeremy was like, uh, dude, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You know that when Jeremy's like, oh, but then the whole, like, oh, see, this pisses me off because then they were like, Diane, (laughs) Diane was like, I don't kiss and tell, mom. It's like, yes, you did. Yeah. You 100% did. And it's not like he said anything bad. Just like, oh, she was like. I sort of wanted to be like, no wonder your are left you. I know. I know. I was like starting to understand why you might be divorced. Also, Peter, like, I get that like Australians dress a little bit differently, but like, please, no more with the man. Australians, please stop wearing man-prees. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> did his cargo that's going on (laughs) (laughs) and eric had them too yeah and that is i will say that is a i'm surprised that that's still a thing because that was a thing when i lived in colorado and knew a ton of australians so i'm a little bit dismayed that not a lot has changed in 17 years
1: well i um to to wrap up our conversation i I do have a, a show all afternoon (laughs) I have a British uh, TV show recommendation.
0: Okay.
1: Um, You know how we talked about, uh, not on the show, I don't think, um, maybe we touched on it, but how Lords and Ladles is like, I mean, it's a a good show, but it's also good to put on if you're like homesick and you're kind of napping on and off or you're cleaning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's a show called Homes
0: by the Sea. Okay.
1: And it's about exactly what it sounds like. It's homes
0: built on the British seashore exceptional homes on the british seashore so, oh, go ahead, you got this <laughs> it's about exceptional <laughs> homes <laughs> on the british
1: seashore that is hard to say um, seashore <laughs> sure. it's hosted by the very adorable architectural designer named Charlie Luxton and he just it's it's kind of um like the patter of the show is very repetitive um there's mm. lots of beautiful landscape it's, it's all very like lovely and nice everybody's sitting on patios having drinks and i'm adding it to my netflix wish list as we speak so it's just um you know like not all the homes were like my bag and so that'll probably be true for everybody that watches it but there's enough there to just be kind of interested but not be like you don't have to sit there riveted to the tv you can kind of skip around and
0: so I recommend it. I'm into it. Uh Charlie Luxton's Home by the Med? Yeah, he has another um another series on there too. Oh, Homes by the Sea. Cool. Added. Mhm. And then Homes by the Med, I'm assuming is Mediterranean.
1: Exactly. I haven't watched that one yet, but
0: I'm gonna add that one too.
1: Um and there's a little bit of real estate like they pop in and out of um like, oh, you can get this charming Georgian whatever. <laughs> For one
0: million pounds.
1: Most of them are on the high end, I will say. But, I mean, there's like houses that are built to look like boats. And there's houses that are built out of railway cars. And houses that, you know, on and on. It's just charming. I like it.
0: I'm into it. I've signed me up. I've already added it. Add it as we speak. Should we wrap it up? Oh, gosh. Next week. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't have any thoughts on this one, so it's an open-ended question.
0: I feel like it viewers, why don't you – listeners, viewers, I feel like we (laughs) – where are you with the feedback? Um, Should we try a mind drama? Happy Valley. Um, I do love a good Yorkshire accent. Yorkshire.
1: I mean, good. we I could talk about Happy Valley all day long. We could talk about I
0: never did season 2. I tried to get into it. Season that. 2
1: is not as good.
0: Good? It's not okay.
1: Uh, we could uh, talk about the fall. We could talk about
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> we all could talk right. about, We could talk about what Netflix calls strong female-driven British crime. Yes.
0: Class. Oh. Gillian Anderson like Oh, let's talk about The Fall because I the, I I have extreme unsurprisingly, I have extremely strong feelings of Jamie Dornan because if you've not if you're not familiar with Jamie Dornan, please for the love of all that is good and holy, do not watch any of the 50 shades of gray movies. Well, that's where most people know him from just like- I know it is and and stop it. <laughs> Go and and watch The Fall because his act—he, you would, think, if you had watched him in only Fifty Shades of Grey, you would think this guy is a garbage actor. Yep. and he is not. No, nope. he is a—he is a phenomenal actor.
1: Also, I propose that if you watch, I dare you to watch this show and not come out of it thinking that Gillian Anderson would be a perfect female James Bond. bond.
0: Yep. Yeah. Also, I dare you to come out of it and not be like. I quite is, like if you're a woman, I dare you to not watch this and be like, I question my heterosexuality a little bit <laughs> because Stella Gibson will make you do that. Yeah, it's true. Also, I dare you to not come out of it and then like frantically start Googling like who did her wardrobe because, oh, do you know that? Oh, did you know that um, Jillian Anderson has like a fashion line? It's like a limited and it looks very Stella Gibson-y. Right, um, right. I'm going to find it. I'll send it to you offline. We'll take this offline. Okay. Well, <laughs> 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 well um, on that note, that's perfect. Um, oh yeah. The fall. Let's just get into it. I feel like we should start from the beginning and let's just rewatch it. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it in a while too. <laughs>
1: awesome. Ooh, I will,
0: I will do that in the week's intervening
1: now and when i start my new job so splendid uh i'm going to tell you once again to follow us on twitter at the letter t and sympathy pod um you can catch up with us on the internet at tnsympathypod.com, which honestly is just really a place to go and find where you can listen to the episodes there's not as of yet a lot going on there but um just being we'll transparent like, <laughs>
0: stuff to talk about and we'll find we'll we'll make it work
1: um, please email us at teaandsympathypod at gmail.com. Um, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Pod. Subscribe and rate us, please, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Podbean app. And uh, I would like to hear your show ideas and all uh, – anything else you want to talk about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ta- go and watch – hey, go and watch um – back with the X and let us know what you think.
1: Yeah, I do. I, I would like more people to watch it just so that I can talk about. <sighs> oh my people. God. Yes,
0: please. Gosh, give us please give us something, someone to talk to about this other than each other.
1: Listen, all, all 20 of you in Luxembourg, Brazil, Ireland, the UK, Turkey, and the U S <laughs> tell your friends, let's make this a phenomenon.
0: Yeah. We give us a reason to like come to South America, you know, Whatever. Yeah. Besides steaks,
1: wine, sheep, and uh, the tango. <laughs> yes. Tune in next week for more nuanced international perspectives. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like we came back with a bang. I feel yeah. like this was a good one. I feel like our last episode was a little like womp womp. We well, because
1: <laughs> our recording didn't work for half the we time. just
0: it, Yeah. So I feel like – have you missed us? We've missed you. We're back. I have. We're back, baby. All right.
1: Uh so until next time, this is the Tea and Sympathy Podcast. Signing off.
0: Au revoir. <laughs>